0: Hey everybody, Jeff here. Michelle and I want to ask you all a favor. So many of you are listening to our podcasts on an Apple device, whether on your phones or computers. Even if you're not, many of you at least own a Mac or an iPhone. The favor is this. Please go to the podcast app if you can, find our show, and drop us a rating and review. We love what we do to put out the show, but it's a lot of hard work. More ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts helps the show get out to more and more people, which, in addition to finding great guests for you, is one of our main goals, to share with as many folks as we can. Please do us this favor. We deeply appreciate it. Okay, on with the show.
1: To Gus's 21. Thank you very much. All right. Catch a crab. Yeah, it's it's fun. I used to have one
0: like this, but then I moved it away and back. After.
1: Well, now, you know, you have till the end of this month to catch a dungeness, and then you can catch the whole year. You can catch rock crab. Mm-hmm. But if they catch you after the end of this month, the fine for a dungeness crab is one thousand dollars per crab. Yeah. So I want to put the fear in you because that's too much money. Yeah.
0: This episode is going to be a little different from what we typically do. It's the result of spending a few hours at the last fishing supply store in San Francisco. Gus's discount tackle in the Outer Richmond has been owned and operated for the last four decades by Stephanie Scott, a fiery septuagenarian who's watched kids become adults and have families of their own. Stephanie will share the story of her father, Gus, who originally opened the store on Clement before moving it to Balboa, where it stands today. She'll also talk about her own life. Mixed in with her stories, you'll hear some of the sounds of a pretty typical day in the life of Gus's discount tackle. Here's Stephanie.
1: My dad was from Innsbruck, Austria, and his name was Gus, which is why the store bears his name. This was his store.
0: Innsbruck, Austria. Do you know what it was that brought him first of all to the United States? Yeah, the Gestapo
1: shooting at him as he was icing over the Alps, yes.
0: Okay, was he Jewish? Yes. Okay, so he's like, I gotta get out of here. Yes. And came, did he come first to New York? Where did he go first? No, yes,
1: he he came from uh, Austria to France, France Hmm. to Portugal, got in a boat in Portugal, came to New York, and then ended up in San Francisco.
0: Do you know what it was after he got into New York? what it was that's like I gotta go west to the Yes, place. cousins. He had family yes, already here. Yes. Okay. So he came San Francisco for him came with family, friends no, already built he, in or No
1: he, he came here because he got a job. His so his first cousin, whose name was Hugo Ernst, was president of the bartender and waiters union of the United States. Okay. So cousin came from Austria and My father did not speak any English, Mm -hmm. so he became a busboy at Foster's Restaurant, which was a chain in San Francisco.
0: Oh, what kind of food was Foster's? um,
1: You came with a tray and... You picked out stuff and got it. And my father's two statements that he could utter in English: if somebody asked him a question, he'd say "just a minute" and disappear. And if somebody said something he thought they would agree with, he said "you said it" and then he also disappeared. Those were the two things he could say in English.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so your dad is is in San Francisco. Do you know what year it was he came Um, here? I would say. Let's pause. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, about when I'm thinking late thirties. I would say
1: no, in the. I would say early forties. Early forties. No, no, no. After the war.
0: After the war. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um. So. So. I I would
1: say what? Forty-five. When was the war over? The war
0: ended in forty-five.
1: Okay. Well, after that.
0: In, in early 45 in yes. Europe. Yeah. Okay.
1: He Preferred that to getting incinerated. You know, That's a been,
0: really good choice that he made. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um and ding. most
1: of his family was incinerated.
0: That's so yeah, yeah. unfortunate. I've got I'm my I'm, I'm Jewish. Yes. My mom's Jewish and we have yes some folks his who didn't, who didn't make it out.
1: His father was in a Czech concentration camp and I'm sorry they were to hear it.
0: Uh, What was your dad's last name? Ernst. Ernst. Sorry, you had mentioned that. Yeah. So, Gus Gus Ernst. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's your (laughs) maiden maiden name. name. Got it. Okay. So, I guess I want to know when and how did he meet your mom? And Um, was that here? It was here.
1: He was the sales rep of a company, and the owner talked to the parents of my mother and.
0: Sort of a, like, not arranged, but no, uh, a uh, match. matchmaking. Yes. Happened. Okay. And, and
1: she was a doctor.
0: Your mom? From Russia. Yes. Your mom was a doctor. Yes. Wow. Was she already practicing no, at the she time? No, she didn't they...
1: practice in this country because this is a foreign language. So okay. she ran a lab. Oh,
0: but okay. she was
1: a doctor. She went to the Sorbonne in Paris. Wow. She went from Russia to China to the United States. Wow. Cheers. Every fucking thing you ever did. Oh.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, dear. How much? Twenty two eighty one. Thank you very much. 22 Yes, sir. But Great, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Here, here, here. Wait, here's your chair. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So we were just talking about your mom and all the things that she did. You said she worked in a lab. Yes. Here. Yes. Which lab?
1: Mary's Help Hospital, which is no longer in business.
0: Okay. And do you know what kind of research or what no, was doing? No, no, no. She was she was, and... she
1: was working in a lab where they're testing blood with very arcane methods that they don't use anymore. Right. Yeah.
0: Did you so what I guess the the burning question for me is which came first for your dad? This store or you?
1: Uh, his, uh, oh, which came first? My, me or, I'm talking about years. Well, he was on Clement Street before he was here. Um, I think I came before the store.
0: Okay. That's okay. (laughs) So, so if you came before the store, that means you grew up with this store, store, your dad's store, always being there. Yes. Do you know the story of, you said he was a salesman. Do you know the story of how he went from that to owning... He
1: wanted to open his own business, so he opened one on Clement Street of ger- General Merchandise. Clement... He was a gun rep selling guns, oh. <laughs> rifles.
0: Okay, so he's always been in the... Sales. Sporting, but also sporting. Yes. Or is that, is that fair, no, sporting?
1: Well, he he was in sales... Outdoors. And then, he opened, and then he opened his own business on Clement Street of General Merchandise, and then he had a very um, tough landlord where every week raised the rent mm-hmm. so he was sitting at the lions club where he was a member uh. of, next to the guy from wells fargo and wells fargo's manager said to my father tell him to drop dead i'll lo- lend you the money buy your own building they did they did that in those days right it was and a he different, bought this building <laughs> it
0: was a different time in a different yes. city yes my question was going to be uh, clement and do you know which street? Crusty... 18th
1: it's now a chinese bakery
0: okay okay um, and so where did you all live? Where exactly? In the Richmond district. On
1: uh, 17th between Lake and California.
0: 17th Lake and California. Okay, great. And so that's where you grew up. That's where I grew up. Okay. You don't have to say when you were born, which would give away your age, but let's say I'm what decade. I'm 70
1: years old. <laughs> you're 70 on
0: the dot? I'm 70 years so old. So you're born in 51. Yes. Okay. What was San Francisco like in the mid Late in the late very, 50s and early 60s. Very, Tell us about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> on our block, everybody played in the street with each other, the neighbors. And it was a different. You walk to school without your mother putting you on a leash like they do now. And it, it was great. There was every... On my block was every kind of nationality, ethnicity. It was never, a, a, you know, like a white community. Mm-hmm. There were Chinese and Japanese and Russian and... Um, Italian people. It was always fun. It was great. Good place to grow up.
0: Awesome. Which schools did you go to?
1: Alamo, Presidio, Washington, and SF State.
0: Oh, wow. You just did the the line all the way, and you never even, for college, did you want to, did you think about leaving, or was it always just (laughs) SF State the whole way? Yes. I have to say, I went to SF State as well, um, and there's a common thread on our show. So many people either degrees Staten. or masters degrees or there's a that's a kind common connection. So I, I love hearing that. But it sounds like you went to all public schools all in public San Francisco schools. San Francisco. Yes. Okay, and right there in the Richmond. Right in the Richmond. Did you uh growing up, did you were you just in one house? Did you all move at all? Or? No.
1: I've only lived in two houses my whole life.
0: Wow. Okay, so, we'll yes. get to that in a minute. Oh, I wanna geez. hear I wanna hear a little bit more. So if you're born in fifty one, that means in the late '60s, you were a teenager.
1: In the yes, and as and on the debate team with a pencil protector—not what you're thinking. So you
0: were this this straight and narrow. Yes. Did you? What did you think of all that stuff that was going on?
1: Great, you went. You're to the wearing tie dye right now. I know it's late in life. Yeah. I have four grandchildren. <laughs> yes. um, it was it. You'd go to the hate and watch what was going on. That didn't mean you know. I had a lot of friends participating, but that was. I was you were an observer
0: nerd. I was an observer yeah debate team you were on the debate team I was on the speech team at Washington high school yes okay did you stick with that did you keep doing that
1: yeah for grad school yeah
0: okay um, so so then as we discussed uh, when it came time to go to college you didn't even have to think twice about where you were go? gonna go no that was yeah. it and then so when you and went in... we
1: w- I went to SF State for undergraduate and then I went to graduate school and that's where I met my husband at SF State. He went to oh. undergraduate and graduate school there.
0: Going back slightly before you met your your husband, yes. um what were you studying? What was your major in? English. S- English. Ye- okay. Yes. Okay. So what did you think you wanted to do with your life?
1: Be a teacher or a lawyer?
0: Oh. Teacher, I see. English degree for law. law well, I guess whatever
1: is... you're going to do after. Yes. Yeah.
0: But do you so I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of a thread, English, speech, debate, possibly going into law. Are you a talker? No shit. <laughs> Sounds like you're a talker. You can cuss on this show. Yes. Yeah. That's what I got from, from the I, documentary. Yeah. You like to talk. <laughs> You didn't, did you, do you go? You know
1: what, my late, I just interject this, my late husband yeah. in here where it's all, everybody's talking about God knows what, he'd go, he'd go like this to me with his finger and like come here yeah. and he'd go, stop talking, start breathing. <laughs> Swear to God. Okay, well, I got that out of you. There, That's,
0: I, I saw that. that you can't argue
1: when somebody's right.
0: Yeah. So, um, do, you, do you want to talk about your husband? Is that, too, is that too tough no, for you? No, my God. There he is. We were
1: married for 44 years together for 50
0: years. Wow. How can you not talk about him? He's great. So you mentioned y'all met at, at SF State. SF State. Was it a class or a we social... We were in four
1: classes together, actually.
0: Okay. And how, do you want to tell the story of how y'all we met? We
1: were best friends. We weren't dating. We were, we were absolutely best friends. He saw people. I saw people. We were still best friends. And then when... We were both in graduate school. He actually had me hand his thesis in, and then he started coming up to San Francisco. We had not dated. Oh, it's, he didn't live here. No, he was he was living in Carmel at the time. Okay. After. Okay. And then he came up, and one thing led to the other, and we were very successfully married for forty-four years, and together fifty years.
0: So six years after y'all, uh, six years of friendship. Yes. Or, or so. Yes. And then. Yes. Okay. Okay, so this must have been now the early 70s. We got married in
1: 75.
0: 75.
1: And we graduated graduate school, I think, we got out of graduate school in, let's see, 72, something like that. Something, early yeah. 70s. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, and what was, especially for you, after you, you said you graduated, from you got a master's.
1: Went to graduate school, and then we decided, instead of going on to doctorates, both of us were... He was going to go to the University of Saskatchewan for oh, for yeah. a PhD, mm-hmm. and I was going to go to Northwestern University, but instead... In Chicago? In Chicago. Okay. So then we decided to get married, and that was that.
0: So you <laughs> did think about leaving for... Yes. This long? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But. What was it? It was, it was <laughs> I'm going to stay here and raise a family, No, or? just
1: decided to stay here, and then I couldn't get employed, and he couldn't get employed, so my Mm. father, out of the goodness of his heart, hired me, and I've never left because I loved it.
0: So, you, um, I'm just trying to imagine what, you know, as a a young woman who just came out of college and was even thinking about continuing your learning, and then shifting course to totally. be like I'm gonna work in my dad's store
1: no couldn't get a job you yeah. forgot that part neither one yeah. of us could you know you don't get liberal arts degrees don't engender edu- do not engender jobs As I know. so he couldn't get a job I couldn't get a job I had an in my father had a store mm-hmm. so then I loved it and then he started taking time off and that was the end of that then he retired and I did it so I've been here 45 years Gusses. like so. okay. Fine, how are you? Sure. <sighs> yes. I am so, so sorry, to that is people. so terrible. Yeah, he'll be terrible. walking a tightrope tonight uh, there in Cincinnati. It is pretty bad. Uh, oh my right, God, that's so much. terrible. Uh, Osmos, thanks so much for that. And CNN's exclusive town hall event with President Joe Biden begins in about an hour. Don Lemon hosts yes, live from me. Cincinnati beginning at 8 Eastern. Oh my God, how'd you get it out? How did you get the smell out? Oh my God! I I have been told in here vinegar. Um, I would have no clue. I think they left five bags in your car. I can't even. You know, you might end up having to go to a professional detailer. I'm not kidding you. That is the vilest shit on God's green earth. <laughs> if I if I had any ideas for you. I mean, people say to me, oh, I aired out and all that. They're full of crap. I have no, I wish, dear sir, that I had something cogent to tell you, but I don't. I'm sure it is. And I say that to everybody who buys bait. don't leave it in your car. Oh my God. Well, call me and let me know what comes. Anytime, thank you.
0: So um, you know, you grew up I'm sure you came to the store all the time, oh, spent yeah. a lot of time. Yes. Uh, so when you go from that to to working, was it a pretty pretty easy transition? No,
1: because it was like my father thinks he's taking pity on the two dingbats who got married and don't mm. have any money, and I was going to tell him that will not fly. I'm going to work uh, as hard as you ever, because I don't want that thrown in my face. Ah, right. uh, poor daughter I had to support her. So right,
0: right. And and it were it you worked. were you dad's only employee at the time? Or? Yes.
1: Okay. And I was his only child at the time until. <laughs> I'm the only child. You're so. the only
0: child. Okay. Yes. Okay. That must have been nice for him, though, to have the help.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's like, poor daughter.
0: Yeah. I have to support her. Yeah. Not a chance. Did you like
1: it? Yes, I did. Surprisingly, so. I've always liked it. I wouldn't still be here.
0: What do you like about it? People, what did What did you like? People.
1: At, the right stories, away. Stories. The yes, of course. You get soup to nuts. Yes. Felons and their attorneys. That's the gamut. Okay.
0: <laughs> So, in a sense, you you did end up practicing, almost practicing law. Oh,
1: no, I mean, the
0: stories. We were talking about getting started working and how you loved it immediately because of the people. Yes. Um, any good stories? Oh my God! For yeah. days.
1: Um, no, just one so, out of no. There. I'm just saying anything you can envision as far as. Gender, um, profession, education, nationality, every language is spoken in here. Some speak English, some don't. The unifying factor is they like to go fishing. So, I mean, it just is, there's the depth and breadth of humanity that come in here is fantastic. It's exactly counter Donald Trump.
0: (laughs) Good, good, good. Um, It's almost, in a way, it almost reminds me of a bar. Yes, it is. It's a bar
1: without the liquor. You got it Uh, on the head. You got it on the head yes
0: and as a social beast yes yourself... people come
1: and no people come and have coffee in here people come and tell you they got married people come and tell you they had babies and people tell you all kinds of secrets because you won't tell
0: and if you've been at this for you said 45 yes. years yes so you must have seen generations, generations of customers absolutely all, like from, from deep...
1: this picture right here which you he came in here when he was five now he comes with his wife and his children so yes it's very anomalous
0: I love that. So, what year was it that that your dad moved the store to here?
1: Um, it's here over sixty years. So oh, that wow. was yeah.
0: Fifth, six. The, around 60 or so 1960
1: yeah, so in the 60s definitely yeah
0: so when you started working it was already in this when location. i
1: yes and when i started working was when you're little and you're on it's saturday and you're stocking shows
0: oh okay yes that's why i was like your dad must have loved that part yes. having the help free help um <laughs> so so when you and your husband and what was his name bill, bill okay so when you and bill uh did get married. Yes. Is that when you moved to the second place that you've ever lived? No. Oh. I, I,
1: when, um, no, the house was left to me and, and the house was there. So.
0: The house you grew up in? No. No. Another
1: house. Oh, okay. You're selling a bucket for the uh, porcelain? Buckets to carry them in? No. Just no. use a Home De- Depot bucket. You want a bucket to put them in, or you want no, a no. clam gun? Clam... I have them, but they're not big enough. I'll show you. Here. Excuse me. Here. Are you going to... These are too small for the horse neck. These are clam guns. I want a big one. I know. I don't have it. Oh, where I can get? Um... Going fishing? I'm going to Bodega Bay.
0: Bodega Bay?
1: I bet they'll have them there because they use them there. Yeah. Yeah, a store in Bodega Bay will have the big clam guns. Oh. This is too small. That's too small. Yep. So, do you know the store that. uh, I I don't. Google it up. Go mm -hmm. Bodega Bay and you know, fishing. No, it'll tell you. that. There's good fishing here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you. We were just talking about the generations that you've seen, and just... oh
1: my God, just lovely people all the way around. I mean, the graciousness, the 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 everybody that comes in here is a pleasure. I I get one horrible person a year, and that's too much for me, but that doesn't happen. It's just they're great
0: people. I love the people. When do you think you decided, this is what I'm going to do?
1: It was a fit. That's all I can say, and I had fun, and I did it myself. My husband cooked the books and everything. He was doing that end of this business and for the last 10 years of his life he worked in here so he not only you know when he retired from his regular job he came in with me
0: okay and then so i guess uh around when or or specifically when did your dad step away and and oh my god
1: my dad stepped away 40 years ago he he had bought a place in calistoga and went swimming a lot
0: I can I can see the allure of that. Yes. Can't you? Yeah. Um, so forty years ago would have been. Hello. The, forty years ago would have been the eighties. Yes. Was it ever a question? I'm just gonna take it over here. Here we no, go. It just
1: happened. He decided I'm retiring, so
0: that's it. Was that a big deal for you at all? No, just, it's, it's just, just
1: natural. I mean, I mean I've been step. in here my whole life. Yes.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about how? the store has changed, how San Francisco has changed, because well, you, sto- you've been in a unique position to watch it. You know, this is your window.
1: Well, the the store has changed because it was general merchandise and gravitated toward fishing due to the customers. We want more oh. of those. We want more of those. We, want, we used to sell other things. Now all we sell is fishing. What else did you sell? Oh, my God. He'd buy stores that went out of business soup to nuts. Couldn't be alive, but the rest of it.
0: Yeah, so maybe like a hardware store, but and more, more than things. that. And other things. Yeah. Just
1: anything. He'd, he'd buy, like, businesses that went out, and that would be that.
0: So the name must not have been Discount Tackle No, back it then. wasn't. What was it was Gus's. It? Just Gus's. Just Gus's. I always, when I found out about this place, I was like, do they know the Gus's, the food people? They.
1: This is where they started. The employee right at here? the yeah, produce yeah. was Gus.
0: Not your dad. No.
1: Right. An employee over there... And then he made the Gusses. He's been in here, the son, buying fishing stuff. No, they have locations, but they're not at all connected at all. But right, they're... right.
0: We were like, Coincidentally. We're the other Gusses.
1: We're the other Gusses. Okay. We were here first. <laughs> what was it
0: What was it called, your store? Gusses. Just Gusses. Yes. Nothing, just Gusses. And yes. People just knew. They knew. Maybe in five years, maybe you'll sell something different.
1: No, it just evolved.
0: It just evolved. Yes, Okay.
1: due to demand.
0: And so... Um, you're, you were saying it was because so many people kept asking about the, the fishing, fishing. Yes. gear that you decided, was it you that made that decision or yes. your dad? You made that decision. Yes. So, and when was that?
1: I can't tell you exactly. It just gravitated. But it's 30 been... years ago, maybe? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, when I came in, Stephanie, you mentioned to me that y'all are the last fishing supply store yes. here in San Francisco. Yes.
1: There used to be modern. There used to be... Triple T's used to be G and M sales used to be Wong's bait used to be there was an abundance of them but the rents are prohibitive you know there used to be a ton of them not a ton but more
0: yeah how how is it do you think that you've been able to hang on I don't know (laughs) but you're not (laughs) going to question it (laughs) no
1: no we have very loyal customers
0: yeah and I would think eventually being the only one yeah but I mean we still have
1: very loyal customers yeah
0: so you did talk about how the stores changed. Uh, the other part of the question was, how has San Francisco changed? Um,
1: I have I have a love, I think it's still a very great, it has a lot of issues. I have people who come in here that are tourists from all over the world, due to the web they come in, and they're very nervous in a lot of the areas of the city, mm-hmm. and I find that very tragic. Our number one industry is tourism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm gonna be carried out First I ain't leaving. <laughs> I love it.
0: What do you love about it?
1: Everything that it, the, That it's a big city in a small space. It's not a village mm-hmm. that it has Every kind of person here. I feel uncomfortable in a unified, you know, I just love it i love soup to nuts.
0: Yeah, you you've said that a few times. I do, do you like it all. Do you or do you fish? No Did you ever never? I love it, but you. I'm assuming you know quite a bit about
1: it. I would hope so, or I don't belong ultimately. here, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I have no no possibility to send my button in one spot for any purpose.
0: Right, got it. So, um, Okay, the thing that I've been doing with all of our guests this year, um, we have a theme every year, and our theme this year is we're still here. Yes. A lot of changes in San Francisco. Yes. A lot of people are... Forced to leave, yes, a lot of people are leaving
1: tragically so, by yeah.
0: choice. Um, and actually, right now we're kind of slowly, we hope, coming out of the pandemic. Um, we've had a lot of changes, like I said. So, do you want to talk about your hopes or
1: oh, vision I, of
0: of what you want? I hope
1: San Francisco. San Francisco goes back to what you would call normalizing brackets. You know, it isn't. Okay. I just hope because it is one of the most tolerant. And and it, it just, it, it's live and let live, which everybody in the United States should be at this point in time. And this has been so divisive, the election and the pandemic and the whole nine yards, very depressing situation. Now, I hope people feel with more optimism that things go back to the way San Francisco is, which is great.
0: That was Stephanie Scott. On the next episode of Storied San Francisco, get to know Hip Hop for Change founder and executive director, Coffrey J. Music for the podcast was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Original photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now, in our fourth season, we have more than 150 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can, subscribe, rate, and review our show so we can reach even more folks. And if you'd like to drop us an old fashioned email, we'd love that. The address is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.fm podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.